Welcome to the Beef Up After Party. What up? Can we, you just talk us through what's about to happen here? Carnage. I'm not a big drinker, so this could get interesting. <laughs> I'm sorry if this microphone wears. Am I supposed to be serious or not on this? So it'll be basically be the same system. The same system, but, but with ours. Yeah. The total web meltdown. Okay, long story short, basically we screwed it up. Because this festival hasn't broken me enough. Oh, f it, motorbikes. <laughs> <laughs> Hello Beef Hoppers, welcome back to another insight into what we've got coming up for the festival this year. Our guest on this little intro is Jess Shepard. Now, if you were at last year's festival, you would have seen or heard of Jess Shepard's workshops because they were a massive hit because Jess takes such a unique approach to her portrait work. Now, Jess mainly works with women and women's empowerment in through photography, but we'll let Jess talk more about that because she'll do a way better job of explaining it than I will. But I have never met a photographer in my life that takes an approach that's even similar to the way Jess does things. So, if you want to check out her work, it's a very bohemian style and she creates amazing work. So check out jessicashepherd.com or Jessica Shepherd Photography. Search for that on the social medias and you'll find her. But don't forget, tickets are still on sale. So jump on beefopaustralia.com for details about the festival. And here is Jess. We're here with Beefop's resident free spirit bohemian hippie Jess Shepherd. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Yeah, we're doing all right. And obviously, Matt and Nick are here as well. What's happening, gentlemen? Well, Nick's got a whole bottle of wine that he's been bragging about. I'm not sure if he's actually drinking it, but he said he's got one. It's actually, we figured out, though, that it's actually, it was a full bottle of wine, but it was split in half between him yeah, and... Yeah, I oversold my part in yeah. that bottle of wine. Wow. It's not like Story you were all overselling. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, not, we're, saying, we're not saying that about the festival. We're definitely not overselling the festival. The festival will be great. Nick's workshop, yes, though. Yes, will be amazing. <laughs> yes, will be amazing. In your TP. I wish I could have wine. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, how exciting. How exciting. No one knows this. I don't think people, do Beef Hop Land know this yet? Is this like a, it's not a secret, but is it, has it been a Beef Hop announcement? I, you did share a photo a while back or somebody mm -hmm. on the Facebook page, I think, shared something. So There you go. There when, you, you go. when are you due? Uh, New Year's, 31st of December. 31st of December. Wow. wow. That is one yeah. way to go out with a bang like this year. After <laughs> I, after this year, I just hope she's one day late so she can not be born in 2020. I'm really yeah. hoping the same thing, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jess, your, your workshops were quite the hit last year. No one really knew what to expect because... They were very unique compared to everything else that had ever happened at BFOP before. How was the experience last year for you? It was amazing. It was an absolute whirlwind. I wasn't expecting to have so much incredible feedback and for so many people to resonate so deeply with what I had to say and, and, and you know, the, the style of my photography. It was really, really humbling. And I walked away from that on, you know, an absolute amazing level. <laughs> What was the, the feedback that we, you sorry, guys Wes, got? I have to I have to chime in here because you might not know this yet, but this year BFOP's gone national. So there's a lot of people who are coming this year who have never heard of BFOP. They probably think this is like quite a serious photography festival. We should probably introduce what Jess actually does. Do you want to tell us, Jess, in your words? Because I think Nick's words or description would be vastly different from yours. What is it that you do in photography 
that is a bit different because it is you, you do have a very unique style. <laughs> yeah, so um, I primarily photograph women for women's empowerment and I love it. It um, makes me feel confident in myself. Um, my style is quite bohemian in a lot of ways. It's very free. It's very natural. It's very nature-based. Um, yeah, and it's just loads of fun <laughs> and very free-spirited. <laughs> and Nick, what's your description of what Jess does? Jess photographs women for women's empowerment in a very bohemian way and oh, she God. throws models in rivers. That's very true. Yeah, so that's the... that. Mm. Yeah, I'm good at convincing people to do things they don't necessarily want to do. <laughs> it definitely wasn't. It wasn't even warm. <laughs> it was yeah, Carissa, yeah, Carissa, like up to her neck in 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 basically alpine snow melt. She was so cold too. <laughs> <laughs> but she loved it. Absolutely loved it. <laughs> Is she joining us again this year? Because I believe we sort of had a bit of a discussion that she might come along to sort of, because your work, you've got two workshops you're running, don't you? Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she's um, she's available for, for one or both or, yeah, we haven't discussed the rest of that. But, yes, she is available and she will be in the Zoom chat. <laughs> Lucky we're only like, you know, a few days away and we've yeah. got heaps of time to plan that. Yeah, so it's, it's, fine. it's fine. No, there's plenty of time. It'll be it'll be completely fine. So, Jess, you mentioned it's you shoot women for women's empowerment, but the workshops aren't just for female photographers. Us blokes can come along, can't we? Of course. And there were some blokes I saw. I actually did watch from from across the field last year and did see that there was a couple of gentlemen, one in particular stuck in my mind because he looked like he'd just gotten out of his Mack truck. He had his his white goatee, his bald head. I think he was wearing a dark blue singlet and some King G stubbies. And I spoke to him after your workshop and he admitted that, look, he was a bit, didn't know what to expect when it was first starting when you were doing your mindfulness stuff. And he did think about just ducking out when everyone had their eyes closed. But he said, after he after it, he said it, it put him in the best headspace for the weekend, and he absolutely loved that he did it, and it was one of his favorite workshops. How often are you getting feedback like that from people like us guys? Oh, like you know, um, I guess last year that was the that was the first time I'd been able to sort of experience that, and it was amazing last year at the workshops. I think the you know I ran four last year, and the first three I think I had maybe one one guy in each workshop. You know, most of it was women, and then the last workshop I think there was about four or five guys. Like you know, word just sort of spread, and I was so humbled that you know I was able to sort of get through on on that level as well, and that not only women were able to sort of resonate with what I was talking about, but a lot of blokes seemed to take away from what I was saying and. And, um, yeah, really get in the right headspace. And, you know, I, I don't like to keep it too airy-fairy, but, like, you know, I think mindfulness is a huge part of photography and, you know, and keeping um, keeping that flow going. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy that I was able to, um, to draw quite a range of different people to the workshops. Yours was the safest workshop because people would go, well, what's this, this Jess Shepard, what she's going to do? And I'd just say, don't worry about that. It's going to be really cool. And you'll have the time of your life. Just go and do it. And, and everyone did. The worst part, the thing you got to be glad about, though, is that his backup plan was to tell everyone that it was a wet T-shirt contest down in the Bright River. So <laughs> we're glad it worked out the first round. <laughs> yeah, no, and it definitely helped having such an awesome model there with me. You know, I wouldn't have been able to do it without Carissa. She's um, she's an absolute legend. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Nick, I'm sure Nick would have volunteered and jumped in if we needed. I'd have been in that river like a shot. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Can you imagine though? Like, I mean, the one of the joys I have at BFOP is that Nick occasionally sends me ridiculous selfies via messenger and I just bank them to do like Photoshop <laughs> jobs with. So imagine if we actually had him down in his mankini in the bright river, I wouldn't have to Photoshop anything. I wouldn't have <laughs> it would nope. be like a whole year of content just to ruin his career over and over again. And no, yeah. <laughs> Because no one would believe it. So, <laughs> so tell yeah, us so, ideas for next year. That's for sure. <laughs> so, tell us a little bit more about what you've got planned for this year. So, this year I've got two workshops that are running. Um, one is based on building confidence for portraiture. Um, you know, as as it's been brought up before, a lot of people don't feel very confident um, taking other people's portraits. It can be very daunting. So I'm going to sort of talk through about how to break down some of those barriers in yourself and also for the model so that the whole process can be a lot easier. Um, and the second workshop is about mindfulness and photography and, and why the two correlate and, and why it's important to be mindful during your shooting process. i got to say the, um, the building confidence one's a big one, I think, because, I, I mean, I shoot all sorts of genres. I mean, I wouldn't do portraiture generally outside of maybe a work situation, but... I find that there's a lot of people, especially in the camera club photography kind of crowd, I'm going to call it, you know, not in a bad way as Nick's giving me a weird look for, um, but there's a certain crowd. I mean, it's all good and well to get a great portrait when you've got a model lined up who's been given instruction to kind of do something and then everyone kind of comes in and shoots a photo. But the reality is I think in most day-to-day photography environments, when you're going to do your own shots, for instance, you don't have the luxury of this model's been prepped. They kind of know what they're doing. Like if you work with a good model, like someone who's a pro who knows exactly what to do, it's piss easy in a lot of ways. But what you do is you work with real humans. Um, maybe not real, like that's a bad word, I guess, like <laughs> non-professional models necessarily. Um, and And so having that confidence to kind of build a relationship to get them to you know, a point where you're both so comfortable that it just kind of works. That's something that I think most people forget. It's like, it's easy to know the, the, the settings if you're a camera, but that next part is what makes you shot. Yeah, absolutely. I spent a lot of years photographing women who had never been in front of the camera before and really kind of specialized in that for, for a long time. And, and it was fantastic. I learned so much about myself and I learned so much about how to connect with people that were so scared to be in front of the camera as well and, and how to really break the ice. And, and I think, um, being able to introduce a, a meditation at the start of my of, of every shoot that I do has completely transformed my work as a whole. Um, and, and yeah, it, it's able, it makes me and the model able to drop into the shoot a lot quicker. Um, I was finding for a long time that I, you know, the first 15, 20 minutes of the shoot was really quite rough and, you know, neither of us sort of, you know, we were all just, um, you know, just easing into it in a way and the shots weren't necessarily great. And, yeah, being able to sort of introduce like this meditation mindfulness aspect to what I do um, really completely transformed my connection with people in general. What I what I love about watching you work is it it is almost like you care much more about the experience of the photo shoot and the connection you have with the person you're taking the photograph of than the photograph. But the yep. consequence of doing that is you get a much better photograph. Um, and I just love love that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You lay the groundwork and you get better images. <laughs> I have to say that I would love to see Nick try and put some of this into his style of photography. Like I can imagine Nick in the middle of the Simpson Desert just asking all the riders just to slow down on their motorbikes during the race, just slow down, calm your breathing, just chill out. And also, guys, maybe just take your clothes off. 
Believe me, that, that bit would be the easiest bit. I'm normally saying, can we just put them back on? For, like, I actually need a proper photograph. <laughs> I will ask, Jess, I mean, we're going to, because this this is, you know, it's it's the question on every bloke's mind who is listening to this podcast. Have you Do you ever photograph men and have you tried these techniques? Does, is, does this kind of cross gender divide or is this something that you find specifically or something in your experience that specifically is sort of, um, more with your because you do a lot of female photography, but I have seen, you have done guy, like guys You've before. Done guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do photograph guys here and there, but um, I guess I find that most of what I do is fairly feminine based. So depending on um, depending on the dude, <laughs> sometimes it works and sometimes it it doesn't. But um, yeah, like I I'm I'm able to sort of just drop in with how people are feeling and and really just sort of try and listen to what their needs are and and sort of adjust what I do for, for each individual person. So yeah, no, but um, I, I, yeah, definitely you can use these skills for both men and women, but it is predominantly more a feminine based <laughs> style of shooting. Just as an experiment at some point in time, when we're able to do it, can we get you to do a shoot with Nick? Absolutely. I'm just picturing Hasselhoff with that little puppy in front of him, like the only thing hiding his shame. I'm just, I'm really nervous about the results and whether we can post them. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I trust Jess. Yeah, but I don't trust you. That's the problem. Like- no, but Je- 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 <laughs> Jess will protect. She'll protect me from me. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll do my best, but no promises. I was going to say, I can just imagine the picture we called like autumn in bright as well. And there's just like a single leaf situation. I just don't, I'm not sure this is a good idea. That's all. <laughs> I'm all for it personally. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm up for it. This is fantastic. Oh God. I think I, up the challenge. We'll, we'll pencil it in. And who knows? Maybe you can be part of the advertising package for BFOP 2021. Oh, imagine that. Just like the headline, rather than the, the mask on, on the Beef Hop sign, it's just Nick <laughs> holding on to the Beef Hop logo like a koala. Just <laughs> a, a little naked man koala holding on to the side of the logo. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> so, so with your two workshops, there'll be interactivity backwards and forwards with attendees and things like that as well? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. As much questions and as many, as you know, as much as what people want to know, Um yeah, I'm, I'm definitely open to whatever whatever sort of, whatever the flow happens. <laughs> I'm going to make a suggestion for all the people who are attending BFOP that there's actually a little bit of a sequence. This is not, unfortunately, it's not deliberate, um, so we can't gloat about how we were really clever. But I think it has worked out. If you look at all the different portraiture workshops that we have throughout the festival, we've got Karen Dobia doing sort of a selfie lighting setup at home. We've got Craig Wetchin doing environmental portraits, and he's talking about how he approaches people and sort of, you know, for lack of a better word, convinces them to get involved. And then Jess is actually doing a lot around the shoot itself and how do you make people comfortable in that situation. If you're a portrait photographer, I would really seriously consider stringing some of these workshops together because I think if you learn these different aspects from different photographers, different points of view, you're going to find you've got the entire system covered and, and from experts in each of these niche areas. Well said, definitely. Thanks. I've been rehearsing that all night. Almost sounded scripted, didn't it? A little bit, yeah. In the lead up to this, if anyone listens to this, Jess, and they want to check out your work before attending one of your workshops, where can we find your stuff? Yeah, um, so Instagram, Facebook, um, on my website, um, at Jessica Shepherd Photography. Cool. And the website is just jessicashepherdphotography.com.au? 
jessicashepherd.com.au perfect yeah, <laughs> and can i like i just want to put in a personal plug for this because i think um as photographers we spend far too much time worrying about tweaking a light by a quarter of a stop or um whether we're going to shoot on f 5.6 or 7.1 i think what jess does is kind of the real magic to photography and um it's it's kind of worth investing in because there aren't many people like jess oh thanks nick <laughs> oh she's she's all embarrassed now she said nice things about me like that. <laughs> you, guys, you guys have known each other for way too long. Uh, anything else we need to add about the festival, boys? Uh, you tickets know, are on sale I, now. Tickets, tickets on sale still. still. Tic- well, t- the thing is, tickets are on sale even during the festival. So if you're listening to this and you realize you're halfway through the festival, you've not missed anything. You can grab a golden ticket, still watch the workshops back afterwards. Um, you participate in what you got there. It's it's so it, – it it's insane value. Like I've got to say, if even as a photographer who sells workshops – you can't get on one person's workshop for this price and you're actually getting like 50 access, like 56, I think we worked out 56 or 60 workshops. It's absolutely freaking nuts. It's like two bucks a workshop, so which actually now that I think about it, we should probably. Be up. Why are we yeah, only charging wow. $2 a, a per workshop? This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Shit. Well, Jess, <laughs> thank you for your time. It's awesome to catch up. It was great to see you again. Thank you. Lovely to um, to chat to you guys. And we are very much looking forward to seeing how the workshops go in, well, let's probably soon. hours by the time we actually I know, get this yeah. out. I keep, I keep saying on these things, but we don't release them on the day they're recorded and it just all sounds terrible. So soon, just when the festival's on. Very soon. Don't. Oh, but it won't be far. It won't be far. It's all good. It's all good. Jess, thank you so much. We'll see you at the festival. So tickets are still available and will still be available all the way through the festival. So don't miss out. Jump on beefopaustralia.com. Make sure you get your ticket because that will get you access to all the workshops after the event as well so that you can go back through them if there's anything you missed or didn't get a chance to or need to re-watch and practice over and over again. You will have access to do that. So jump on beefopaustralia.com. Don't forget to jump on the social medias, Facebook, get into the group Beef Op Australia or Bright Festival of Photography. Search for that on Facebook and you'll find us and we will see you at the festival.